I feel like I'm going to be like saying the first thing every time because yeah. I can see the computer. Well, also, you're the one with the voice. I'm the one with the voice. You're the one with the voice. I can do many voices. <laughs> <laughs> so, I can too. Then, yes, you can. <laughs> yes. Be confident. But I have to be like... You're a strong, strong independent woman. Who don't need no man. Who don't need no single voice. Yes. <laughs> so. Well, hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome back to our second episode. If, if you join us for our first one and you are here for the second, we are, we already love you. We applaud you. We applaud you. Yes, thank you. Thank you for being here on our insane journey. Yes. Hopefully you are as entertained as we are when yes. we do these things. Because quite frankly, we're really entertaining to each other. So. We, are. we are. We are cool people. We are. We are fun. We are fun. So, well, this week, good friends, we are talking about some things that, one, that we are interested in that mm-hmm. the other one might not be. As much. And we call this segment, Explain It to Me. Explain it to me. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we're going to be talking about some things. um, For those of you who either know me or don't, I am a huge otaku. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who don't know what that means, that Mm -hmm. means that I am obsessed with pretty much everything Japanese. It's like an Anglophile, but for Japan. Okay. (laughs) So So not Downton Abbey. I do love Downton Abbey. I'm, I'm also too. I'm also an Anglophile. That's true. <laughs> I'm just I'm just a fan of most things, you know, I guess. A lot of things. <laughs> so, and then Jen, what are you interested in? Oh man! Well, this particular week, um, it's uh, serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, to be fair, on your side, I am ultra, also interested yes. in. Jen got me into my favorite murder. Yes. You're welcome. Karen and Georgia are phenomenal, yes. and I love them. I think we and talked about them last Steven! episode, too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where we've been obsessed. Yeah, a little bit. But that's okay. It's okay. But yeah, you you <laughs> love to watch the true crime stuff. I do, too. I do. I mean, I've I've watched, you know, Bones and Castle and... And see, I've, ne- I've seen episodes from both of those, mm-hmm. but I've never, like, plunged right in. Yeah. I guess the best way I could oh, say yeah. it. So... But yeah, you can... So we're going to explain our, our loves for these things to each other. And yes. Yeah, so seasons that we're watching right now because i am not a normal seasonal watcher of right. season things because i watch seasonal anime yes that is my thing so anime is its own thing correct? yeah so yeah um well i went first on the first episode do you want to go first this time um let's see do i want to go first <laughs> do you, i can go first again i would say you go first this time i'll go next i'll go first next okay i'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> hold you to it that's okay um yes so my explanation side so i am like i said an otaku some people call them weeaboos or weebs mm-hmm. they're all interchangeable some people will be snotting be like weeaboo i am above that i am an otaku and it's just like no you're a f- nerdy fan of cartoons a yes. lot of which are aimed at children yes get over yourself but so I love anime. I've always loved anime. Yes. I, so everyone knows Pokemon mm-hmm. and Digimon. Mm-hmm. Those are anime. Okay. When I was a kid, I kind of didn't see them as anime because like they were so Americanized. Right. It almost didn't feel like they were from Japan. Mm-hmm. But the first like true, I, I hate saying that because Pokemon and Digimon are anime. But the first like big anime I remember watching as a kid is called a show called Cardcaptor Sakura. Okay. Which was kind of an action adventure and also it was so there's a word that they use for cute called moe mm-hmm. or kawaii. Okay. Moe is like the little girl cute. I don't yeah. know. There's, there's interchangeable words for everything. But like, it was one of those things. It, it was the show that made me want to go out and find more shows like that. Oh, nice. So that's why I consider that my first real anime. Okay. Because I was like, okay, I need to find shows from Japan. Understood. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> so, and that's, and the storylines for anime are usually geared more towards adults. Okay. Which is really nice. There are some that are, Made to make toys, made to sell toys, made to make children want toys. Like Pokemon. Like Pokemon. Yes. But like 
anyone can recognize Pikachu. Yes. That's the amazing thing. I, Universal. I remember when Pokemon came out. I was like seven years old mm-hmm. and they were on the back of the Lunchables and that was the first time I saw Pokemon <laughs> and then I never not saw them ever again. Exactly. So it's amazing what they can do. But so, you know, like all my favorite shows are pretty much anime. Some of my favorite movies are anime. It's just, it's made for more mature audiences. Right. Which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is actually like pretty... You know, the shows with giant ass swords and people shooting lasers from their hands. Yes. Shooting freaking lasers from their heads. Freaking laser beams. Yeah. Like, from their freaking heads. From their freaking heads are actually pretty, like, leveled in science. Okay. Like, there are shows out there that they're like, oh yeah, powers because bullshit. And you're yeah. like, sweet, okay. Because we want the girls to wear the short skirts and have really weird long hair. And oh just, yeah. Fan yeah. service is Sailor so Moon, real. You know. Oh. I love Sailor Moon. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I only I know that the show. title and I know that they are all different planets. Yes. Yes. That's that, as much as I know. That's a pretty good start. Right. Admittedly, that's a pretty good start. So, yes. all right. So, you know, I'll be talking much more about it in length in because depth. I am obsessed with it. <laughs> I actually want to start learning Japanese again. I took a oh, year yeah. of it in college. Yeah, I remember you did. And I loved it. Yeah. It's a fun language. Mm-hmm. And it actually makes sense to me, like, how it works. Which but, is good. Which is good. But, like, you know, so... You know, I love the art styles that people come up with. It's just like, there's just so many cool things that they do. Mm-hmm. And the show I am into really right now, me and my husband, Kyle, he's a huge otaku too. We mm-hmm. love it. Is uh, My Hero Academia. Okay. It's an extraordinarily popular anime. Um, it's on its fourth season now, I think. Okay. Yeah, fourth season. And it's kind of going off of the big superhero boom of... The U.S. Okay. Because the U.S. kind of, you know, cultivated... um, Marvel, D.C. Yeah, Marvel, D.C., all of that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to actually show you. Um, So this is My Hero Academia. I'm sure if you've seen it. Okay, I think I have, actually. Yeah, so the kid with the green hair, the other kid with the red and the white hair, kid with the spiky blonde hair. Like, it's everywhere. Okay. It's it's kind of becoming the next Dragon Ball Z, which I'm sure you have seen also. I I have heard of that. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z was a huge anime in the 90s. It actually, a lot of people argue it was like the gateway drug for a lot of people. I watched it to myself. But My Hero Academia, so it focuses on this kid named um, Izuku Midoriya. Mm -hmm. And fun little fact, Midori in Japanese is actually green. Okay. So Midoriya, he has green hair. Okay, so like Midori (laughs) Sours, are those green? Yes. Okay. Yes, they are, actually. (laughs) Very good. Um, So he lives in a world where 80% of the population has some sort of superpower called quirks. Okay. So every, you know, almost every person has something extraordinary about them. Nice. And um, Izuku, his um, name for short is Deku. Okay. Which either can mean great tree or like idiot or something like that. Oh, wow. It's the, it's the nickname that his best friend slash worst enemy <laughs> gave okay. him as a kid. Okay. Um, he is one of the 20% that does not have a quirk. Oh, okay. So, but his biggest dream is to be a superhero because mm-hmm. in Japan, superheroes are government employees who fight crime for the government. Oh. So okay. they get paid by the government and, you know, they're out there fighting crime and that's a really cool thing to think about. If 80% of the world has superpowers, how in the heck do you control that? Exactly. And that's a big question like the show asks. It's a lot of philosophical stuff. And um, in this world, there is a superhero named All Might, who's basically Japanese Superman. Like the only thing he can't really do is fly and has laser beams. Okay. Like he's super strong. He can jump super far. <coughs> oh, excuse you. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, you know, he's strong. He's, um, has superhuman endurance and agility. And mm-hmm. like, he's basically Japanese Superman. 
and he's the symbol of peace. And Deku wants to be just like him. He wants to be, you know, a big hero, but he can't because he doesn't have a quirk. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of impossible. And one day he actually meets his his idol. He meets All Might. He saves him from a... Never meet your heroes. That's always a bad idea. (laughs) Yeah. But All Might, he's a really great character. Not going to lie. So he meets All Might and he saves him from a villain, a sludge villain. Okay. And I'm going to, you know, I'm not spoiling anything besides the first, out of the first episode. Okay. Or it might be the second. The first couple of episodes, okay. because this is just the general story. It's a lot of it's a lot of build up of it's a lot of build these are up. Your characters, exactly. <laughs> um, so Deku kind of latches on to All Might as he's trying to like jump away because he's like, "Wait, I want to talk to you. I want to ask you all these questions." Because he's a super nerd and writes down all this information about superheroes because he wants to be just like them. And he asks him, he says, "Can someone like me without a quirk be a superhero?" And he's like, "Honestly, kid, no, because you die." Yeah. And um, later on, the sludge monster that All Might had captured got released because Deku held onto his pants to try to ask him questions. So he get Uh-oh. the sludge monster gets out. He actually captures a kid named Bakugo, who is Deku's rival slash best frenemy. Okay. He's kind of a jerk, but he's also a really good character too. Okay. <laughs> and Deku rushes in to save his friend, even though he doesn't have any powers. Oh. And that kind of speaks to All Might on a deep level because he sees him do that because he's like, oh, crap, I let the bad guy go. I have to go capture him again. Yeah, I have to make it right. Yeah, exactly. But All Might can't superhero for very long because he was in an accident that hurt his body. Like, half of his intestines are missing. Oh. So he can only do superhero work for, like, two hours out of the day. Okay. So the first time he fought the monster, he was, like, already at his limit. Mm-hmm. And he sees Deku go in and save his friend, and he was like... What kind of hero am I to stand by and let this kid do all the heroing when he has no power at all? Right. And so he goes in and saves him. And then later he finds Deku again. And he was like, young man. And that's, he always calls him young man or young Midoriya. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a great, um, teacher character. And yes. he's just like, you too can be a superhero like me because you have the spirit of a hero. And it turns out that All Might has a power called One for All that can actually be passed on to someone else. Oh. And he chooses Deku as his successor. Oh. So that's how the story starts. Okay. And so it's Deku's story of how he becomes the next world's greatest hero. Okay. Because All Might was the number one hero in the world, and it's his story of how he becomes the next hero. Which you know is going to happen because he also... They do the How I Met Your Mother thing. Okay. They do a narration over it where he was like, this was the time where I learned this lesson. And you're like, okay, got it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, and yeah, so it's on its fourth season now. The fights are amazing. Yeah. The fights are amazing. The, so it's, it's his story. So it's called My Hero Academia because it's Deku going to basically hero school. Okay. He goes to UA Academy and his entire class is full of cool kids with cool superpowers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they're Todoroki is one of my favorite characters. He's the kid with the half white, half red hair. Okay. So he has fire and ice powers. Oh. So he's a little OP. Yeah. But he's awesome. There's a great fight with him. There's several great fights with him. And Deku learning how to control his power because he has super strength, but his body can't control it. Okay. So in the, he's a kid. Because he's a kid and he just inherited this power. Yeah. So, yeah. He didn't grow with it. So. Exactly. So, like, it kind of, like, breaks his bones the first oh, couple of times okay. he uses it. But, like, it's one of those shows where, like, is it perfect? No. Mm-hmm. But what show is? Right. But, like, so there's a genre in anime called um, Shonen, okay. which is basically battle anime. Okay. Usually geared towards, you know, adolescent boys, young mm-hmm. boys that are like, yeah, punching things. Yes. 
Explosions. Explosions, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. And so it's geared towards that. The fights are beautiful. The animation's great. The story's good. Yes. And that's why I love it. Nice. It's because you care about these characters, and yet at the same time, like, that was so cool! That just exploded! Exactly. So, but that's why I love it. And it's in the fourth season. If anyone is interested in watching it, I personally watch it on a a service called Funimation. Okay. And they do a thing called simul-dubbing, where it comes out in Japanese in Japan, and then a week later, it comes out in English. Okay. So... (laughs) <laughs> and if you ask anyone in the anime community, there's always an argument of subs versus dubs. Okay. Because there's the Japanese voice actors and the English voice actors. I personally like dubs because I can't read that fast. Exactly. And I can't read the subs and see what's going on at the same time. Yes. I will say sometimes the Japanese voice acting is better. Right. And sometimes it's fun to watch both. I've actually watched quite a few shows where I watch the Japanese and the English. Okay. And it's fun to hear both mm-hmm. because the... Japanese voice actors and actresses are amazing. Mm-hmm. They're so good. And then sometimes the dub, you're just like, but I think it's just as good. Yeah, exactly. And then sometimes you're just like, oh, okay. That's not how I envisioned the character sounding at all. Yeah. <laughs> and like you get used to one voice and you hear another voice and you're like, oh, Somebody that's... got replaced. Yeah, that's fine. So, <laughs> but yeah. So that was my huge tangent about anime and my hero academia. But if, if, I would recommend the show to anyone who likes superheroes. Okay. If you love Marvel, if you love DC, like, if animation's not your thing, I can't change your mind. I personally... Exactly. ...actually gravitate more towards animation. Okay. Because for yeah. me... Yeah. For me, animation is like, that's what that world is. Yes. That is how that world You don't looks. have to try to make it make sense. Exactly. And so... And, like, the art is gorgeous. But, yeah. If you're into, you know, superheroes, My Hero Academia is phenomenal. Sweet. I yeah, I love it. It's such great stuff. And like a lot of people are kind of scared with anime because they're like, what if I don't understand the culture stuff? And it's like, you know, Japan is different from us. It is. But they're also not really that different from us because we're all people. Exactly. We're all human. Like, sure, there's little things that I catch on because I know a lot about Japan. I don't know a lot, but yes. I understand a lot of things of Japanese culture. So yes. I understand things, but like, it's not, it's not hard. Yeah. They eat with chopsticks. Get over it. Yeah. <laughs> It's just a different appliance. It's, it's just a, it's a fork with just two sticks. That's yeah, it. like it's it's not that different. So no. like you know, so if anyone is interested, if anyone starts watching it, I'd be awesome to hear about it. Yeah, like if someone actually picked up like a show that we recommended, right? I would flip it. And a then bitch. they love it and they want to talk about it, which is awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. So if any of you out there do like My Hero Academia or want to give it a shot, let me know what you think. Tell me who your favorite character is. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear it. I love to talk to people. Yes. That'd be really fun to actually talk to people about this stuff. Exactly. So, yeah. So that's my thing. Do you have any questions for me? I might so, explain it to me. On, like, with seasons, how do the Japanese TV seasons work? Is it is it different from, like, fall to spring kind of thing like Americans are used to? That's it. That's actually a really good question. Right. Um so back in the day, um, oh, it was like early 2000. So there, there was three shonen. Oh, so there's um, a magazine in Japan called Shonen Jump. Okay. Which is usually like, if you're in Shonen Jump, it's a good story. Okay. Or it's going to be popular. Back in the mm-hmm. olden days, there was these three shows called Bleach, Naruto, and One Piece. And I've heard of Naruto. You've heard of Naruto. Yes. That's the ninja one. Okay. <laughs> yes. So, Normally, um, anime is based off of either manga or light novels. Yes. Um, there are some anime original animes. Mm-hmm. Usually those are really good. Not always. 
But sometimes they're like, oh my God. Yeah. But so they're, you're, they're following a story kind of like anything else, you know, TV shows or movies, mostly movies. Right. Um, but back in the day, they actually used to come out with weekly episodes. So a lot of times the show would get beyond the manga mm-hmm. and you'd have things called fillers, okay. which is the bane of most anime watchers existence oh, is no. fillers because it's just flashbacks of things you already know. Okay. Sometimes they were good. Sometimes you're just like, shut up and get back to the fight. But they couldn't because they couldn't get past the story. Of course. Um, so Naruto's pretty notorious for it. They did it per- they did it well enough where they actually finished the manga. It just took like 50 years to get to. And I think mm-hmm. Naruto has, well, let's see. The original has over 200 episodes. And then there was Naruto Shippuden, which is the time skip. And that was over, that was 500 episodes. Wow. Yeah. So they had a lot of filler to get through to get through the actual entire story. Dang. Um, nowadays, it's kind of interesting because anime has switched to a more seasonal format instead of a weekly format. Okay. So we do have, we have four seasonals mm-hmm. of anime. There's summer, winter, fall, and spring. Okay. Season of anime. Um, and a lot of times they'll come out with 24 episodes for that season and then take a break. Okay. So, like, My Hero Academia, I think, started in 2016, okay. 2015, 2016. So, they'll come out with, like, 24 episodes okay. for that season and then take a break mm. to let the manga catch up and mm. for them to start working on the next season. Oh, okay. Which, in my personal opinion and mostly everyone else's opinion, is a much better format because we don't get we don't get fillers. Yeah. We don't get weird storylines that don't line up with the manga. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the writers do come up with um, good stories, but like it's just it's so much better right. this way. And then shows continue. The only kind of thing too is is a lot of times we'll get a show that's stupid popular, and they're like, "Yeah, next season," and then it never comes, mm-hmm. or it comes like six years later, and you're like, "Cool." <laughs> like, Why did it take so long? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, there's so many like formalities with stuff and like mm-hmm. i know like the anime industry a lot of the animators are not paid as well as they should be right and they work in horrendous like conditions and- yeah and so like you're just kind of like so it's cool because so i mentioned funimation mm-hmm. them and crunchyroll who's another big anime streaming they actually give some of their proceeds to the creators wow. of these shows nice. which is cool because mm-hmm. that needs to be like more because like my god like some of these shows are incredible incredibly if they beautiful didn't have the creators they'd have nothing so. exactly yeah. like it's and yeah another thing i love about anime is it's some of the most beautiful artwork i've ever seen in my life right and you've told me about some of them uh especially the movie ones that you yeah your name you just can't not get away from so. oh it's it's so and then like spirited away and like, oh spirited away is gorgeous mm-hmm. that's a great film mm-hmm. basically anything miyazaki touches turns to gold right he's an amazing animator and storyteller so, but yeah, so that's kind of what they do. And, you know, some shows carry on into other seasons. Mm-hmm. So like Hero Academia started fall and it's going to carry over in a winter. Yes. Because sometimes a season is 12 episodes and sometimes it's 24. Okay. It depends on how big the show is. Depends on the studio. It depends on a lot of things. Exactly. But usually it's 12 to 24 episodes for a season. Oh, nice. Yeah. And, and so you just get them all at once. Um, You can. Okay. Um, Netflix has a couple of anime originals. They put that in quotes on mm-hmm. there. Basically, that just means that they have streaming rights. Oh, okay. 
Um, those will come out in chunks. Okay. Those will come out in like either 12 or 24 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually one on there I'm watching now. I need to watch the second half of it. It's called Carolyn Tuesday. Okay. And the first 12 came out like a month ago and the second 12 just came out on Christmas Eve. Oh, nice. So they come out in chunks, but like on Crunchyroll and Funimation, they come out by week. Oh, okay. So they're more of a serial. Yeah, they're more, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then once the season is done, then it stops for a while. Yes. Or it never comes back. It never comes back. So, and then if that's the sad ones, that, that is the sad <laughs> ones. And sometimes you're just like, well, now I have to buy the manga. Yeah. Which I've had to do for a couple of things. Exactly. Cause you're like, I, I need to have it. Yeah. Oh, what was, oh, Attack on Titan was the first one I ever did that? that with. Have you, have you heard of that one? I that's, think only from you. Okay. Yeah. It's another really big one. Yeah. And that one actually will actually finish. It's going to be like one of the first anime I've heard of that actually followed the manga complete. and will be complete. Wow. Yeah. And nice. there's, there's a few that have done that. Um, I was saying that some of the older animes like branched off from their original source material. Yes. One famous, um, example of it is a show called Full Metal Alchemist. I have heard of that. Yes. That is one of the biggest and most popular and well beloved series in like the entire anime and manga and mm-hmm. light novel community. Cause like it's so good. Yeah. And the original, the creators of the show had enough hindsight to be like, we will finish this before the story is done. So we need to make our own ending. Yeah. And they did. Mm-hmm. And it was actually pretty good. And they then kind of Game of Thrones did. They kind of Game of Thrones did. And it was making people mad. <laughs> it was good. There yeah. was nothing horribly wrong with it. And then they actually rebooted the show 10 years later. I think it was 10 years later. It was something like that. And it was called Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Okay. And it kind of like compressed the first third of the story. Be like, you know this, you've seen this. I kind of wish they hadn't done it, but beggars can't be choosers. Right. They're like, you know this, you saw this in the old show. Moving on. And then they actually did the entire story from the manga. Oh, wow. And it's incredible. Very cool. Yeah. And so whenever a show gets rebooted, they always call it the brotherhood treatment (laughs) (laughs) because Full Metal was the first one to do it. Okay. So it's just, it's cool to see the different ways that they've been able to create things and and do things. Very cool. So, but yeah, so that was, that was my tangent. Uh All right. So now let's get to some crime. Yes. Because this is going to be the weirdest of two things, I guess. (laughs) You know what? It fits us though. Yeah. Yeah. Animation and murder mysteries. (laughs) I like it. Yeah, I think it's fun. Exactly. We're we're not we're not the cookie cutter. No, we don't. Hi, we Mona. Do not hello, little one. She just had to come and say hello. Oh yeah. Can anyone out there guess why I named my black cat Morgana? If anyone wants to comment of why they think that is, I would love to hear yes. someone's guess because she is a reference. My cat is a reference to something. Yes. <laughs> so yes, true yeah. crime. So what show are you into, Jen? Explain so, it to me. Yes. Um, I will. Um, so the one that I've been watching and it's the first season of it, it's only just now gone on its winter break. It will be back January 20th and I cannot wait. Mm. Um, it's called Prodigal Son, which is a sweet name. It's a very sweet name. And you know, I've watched so many different shows on like Fox and ABC, like Castle and Bones that had more, I guess, of a they had the male and female characters who were kind of the, they hate each other, but they have to work together kind. Mm-hmm. And this one is definitely different. And that's why I think I like this one so much is because it doesn't quite follow what I've seen before in procedural fictional shows. Um, it still has like the murder of the week mm. um, for them, but then it mm-hmm. has the overarching, you know, purpose of 
why these characters are who they are and the main antagonist, like, why is he what he is and how is he going to deal with that? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go for my lovely um, source, Wikipedia, so I can just kind of, like, put (laughs) it together. Wikipedia is a beautiful thing. (laughs) It's a beautiful thing and also a weird thing. Um, So Prodigal Son... Um, that mainly refers to Malcolm Bright, who is a gifted criminal psychologist mm. um, who's using his twisted genius to help the NYPD solve crimes and stop killers, all while dealing with a manipulative mother, a serial killer father, <laughs> still looking to bond with his prodigal son, and his own constantly evolving neuroses. Um, he's got a sister named Ainsley, who's a TV journalist, mm. um, and she wants him to be normal. But she also was like an infant when this all went down, when he was a kid, when the father was initially caught. Um, And so she has just grown up privileged and she doesn't really get it Mm because she's only known that dad's in like a criminally insane Arkham Asylum type, you know, Silence of the Lambs kind of prison. Cool. Um, (laughs) I mean, um, not cool. but (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. But it's like, it's one of those things that definitely draws you in. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, uh, it goes on to say like, unfortunately for his sister, the only way he feels normal is by solving cases with the help of his longtime mentor who is a detective named Gil Arroyo, who is played by Lou Diamond Phillips. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really? He's really good in this role. Oh, yeah. Lou Diamond <laughs> He is so good in this role. Oh, he's so cool. He oh, so cool. He's one of those, like, he's cool without trying. And I'm like, yeah. I love and hate you for And he's that. got, like, the salt and pepper hair now. And he's oh. got, like, a goatee. Oh, my God. Is he, like, a silver fox he's now? He's totally silver fox. Oh. Totally a silver fox. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm okay with this. Exactly. How so is he now? I don't know. I, I might look that up. Oh, my cat's on my Got phone. <laughs> oh, no. Fine. You can't move the cuteness. No, I can't. I, well, if I do, she'll want to go on the computer. I swear to God, if you swipe my computer screen. It's going to be a bad time. <laughs> it's going to be a bad time. We're going bad time, Kitty. And so we've got um, Gil himself, who actually met uh, Malcolm when he was a child, when he was arresting his father. Oh, arresting Malcolm's father. Okay. Uh, because he is a serial killer who um, his nickname is the surgeon because he was a doctor oh. who killed like 23 people. Ooh. Yes. Um, and then there's also another he's, person. He's an angel of death yeah, sort of thing. Kind of. Um, <laughs> and that's evolving as well. The story's evolving. And that's what I love about it as well. Um, it also includes the team of the homicide division is um, JT Tarmel. Um, or is it Tamel? Tarmel. Um, who is a born and bred New Yorker. So he's like, you know, tough as nails, got attitude. Um, mm-hmm. And he questions whether or not uh, Malcolm, which they call him Bright. He changed his last name. Um, so he wouldn't um, be associated with his father. Yes, because his dad's name is um, Martin Whitley, and he is played by Michael Sheen. Oh, really? Yes. <gasps> played by Michael Sheen. I love Michael Sheen. And Malcolm Bright is played by Tom Payne. They are both British, but they are speaking with American accents. And it's awesome <sighs> how they do this. Yeah. Uh, Hugh Laurie. Uh, yeah, they're all so good. Um, and then also, and this is one that I really like, um, one of the medical examiners is actually somebody who was on Gilmore Girls. Uh-huh. Um, she played Lane, the drummer. Like oh. the, the, um, the Korean, possibly Korean. It's been a while since I watched, um, Gilmore Girls, but she was like the sheltered, um, kid of, of Stars Hollow who was, uh, Rory's best friend. Okay. And her name is Kiko Ajina. Ooh. Um, and now she's, she's just this super awkward, medical examiner who has basically a crush on Bright and little Miss Mona is on the phone completely, but on phone. Yep. Thank you, Kitty. <laughs> I love you. So 
one of the things that I love about Prodigal Son is I haven't been able to figure out who the killer is. Isn't that so nice when yeah. you show... Because I feel like you and I have the same mindset. Oh, yeah. I actually usually try to guess the ending for movies. Yes. I usually try not to say it when I'm watching with other people. Exactly. Kyle, my loving husband, thank God, thinks it's actually cool and actually does it with me because otherwise he would probably have shot me yeah, by now. Yeah, like, how do you know? How did you figure it out? And it's like, well, I figured it out because of these things. Yeah, exactly. We exactly. have we, we use our deductive reasoning yeah. and it's like... But then there's people who shocked every single time. Mm-hmm. It was them? How was it them? And you're like, but it was them for all of these reasons. And they're like, well, I didn't know. You're like, you're like, it was kind of obvious, but I can't say that without being condescending. But when you've watched what, as many TV shows and movies and read as many books as we have collectively, Mm -hmm. you, you start to understand the writing tropes. You understand the, where they're coming from. Yeah. The storyline. You you know what to look for and you know, you understand what you see mm-hmm. and what you hear. Yes. But that's so cool that you, you have, like, so ev- has every episode been like, an, oh, my God. Yes. Oh, um, that's awesome. My dad can vouch for it. I was sitting in the room <laughs> watching it, and I literally turned over my shoulder and I said, oh, my God, he did that. <laughs> and at least every episode, which is an hour, you know, without, you know, give or take commercials, mm-hmm. um, probably about 40 minutes, which is what most um, hour-long shows are without commercials mm-hmm. on Netflix and whatnot. Right. Um, I've, I've done that with almost every single commercial break. That's awesome. Yeah. And then, you know, even like to the point where when I'd watch like Castle and Bones, and sometimes they follow the same formulas, um, especially with their male and female counterparts, I would be able to figure out what the next episode is almost immediately or be intrigued enough to watch it and be like, well, I'm going to figure it out second commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't been able to figure it out. Like one I was close to. And so I was like, okay, I'm getting to figure out what's going on here. Um, but also the, I still like that there's some humor and some levity to it because this is, that's nice. Cause when a show yeah. leans too heavily on like the deep and the yes. dark, and then you're just like, at the end, you're like, I need to go, like, yeah. snuggle in my blanket yeah. with and the lights on. <laughs> I don't think this could get any deeper or darker because it's all about psychology and it's about serial killers, which is, of course, a very scary thing. It's um, a real tangible thing. Yes, because it's not only, it's not just Hannibal Lecter kind of things, but it's also for real things. Like, we have so many serial killers <laughs> in mm-hmm. the world and they there's, like, some kind of... um statistic that you actually come in contact with at least 30 36 in your lifetime oh serial yeah, killers like walking by them Ugh. you can you can be i mean like that's one of those them. statistics i would kind of believe yeah. yeah because there are so many that are active and so you know this is kind of in the realm of more reality than suspending it but this is also a tv show um right so malcolm is um very intelligent, but he's also plagued by um, these memories. Mm-hmm. And he constantly calls it the girl in the box. And you see him as a small child flashing back to when his dad was caught. And you see him uh, flashing back. And of course, Michael Sheen is amazing. Um, and he's <laughs> got the beard and he's got the crazy hair. Uh, um, that, his hair yeah. is so weirdly trademarked. Yes. It's yes. like not that complicated of a hairstyle. But you're yes. like, oh yeah, that's Michael Sheen. Yes, and he is so... <laughs> He commits to everything his part is, which is completely amazing. Um, he does not hold back on the creepy factor of it. And he'll still try to act very normal with Malcolm and be like, well, let's toss the ball around kind of talk. Hey, and, there's sport. Yeah, Ugh. basically, just like that. Um, 
And he also tries to, like, bond with him by, like, helping him with the murder that he's on right now. Oh, God. Um, like, luring people away sort of thing? Like, like, well, if I would, if I was the killer, I would do it this way. Uh, and so helping him in that way. So making him kind of dependent on him when he can't figure it out. <laughs> bird in the background. Yes, thank you, Mona, for the <laughs> she background looks like noise. She was in her mouth. I, I know. can't handle it. <laughs> yeah, sweet baby. Uh, she's a little serial killer of a bird toy. Yes. Um, so Malcolm is plagued with these memories and these nightmares to the the point that he has to actually have himself chained to the wall when he sleeps because he has such intense night terrors. Oh, God. So, like, an industrial ring put into the wall and, like, ten-foot chains where his ankles and his wrists are bound. Oh, my God. Still can't quite figure out how he gets himself in those sometimes. <laughs> Movie magic. Yeah. TV <laughs> magic. TV magic. TV magic. Um, or he has somebody do it for him because I did miss the very first episode and I'm going to go back now that I know that it's on Hulu and watch the one that I missed. Ah, Hulu. Yes. You wonderful thing. But I mean, even watching the second episode, I was hooked and I was like, this is, this is my new Monday show because ever since Bones ended and ever since Castle ended um, and a couple other shows that I watched pretty religiously... I haven't been watching TV all that much, mm-hmm. um, which is, it was kind of weird for me because we used to always have like that show that we love to watch. Like we used to watch ER every Thursday we'd watch ER and she's seeing the mouse on the computer screen. So you can hear a little bunk bunk and she falls to the ground. Yep. I, I <laughs> dropped her delicately on yes, the ground. It was a very, it was a gentle bunk. And now she's making her way back. Up. Of That's course, because okay. she loves us and she wants to hang out. She does. Um, she's a helpful meow meow. She's a cute little meow meow. We will accept it. Yes. She just needs to not just record or stop <laughs> recording on what we're doing. Yes. <laughs> technical, technical difficulties. Exactly. Technical difficulties. But when you have pets, that's, that's your whole life. Yes. That's what you do. Um, so let's see, where was I again? Because <laughs> um, this is another you, one of those complicated ones where it's like 17,000 things going um, on. You, you were talking about how you missed having a Monday night show. Yes. Yeah, so now that I know that this is probably my Monday night show, I'm quite happy with it. Also, Supernatural, I love it, but it is on during the fall. This is the final season. And every fall, we all know we have Thursday night football. So I can never watch it because Dad is watching football. Yeah, but now you have the Wi-Fi. Now I will have the Wi-Fi, and I can watch it whenever I like. Yes. So yippee skippy for that. Right. Um, that that is one thing I would like us to be able to do is review the last season. But yes. I'm so I am, we're almost done with season nine. Oh God! <laughs> I know. Oh yes. honey, I'm I missing mean, so much. I know. I'm missing so much. Oh my God! So our goal is to be done by the time the season finale gets here. Noted. But I mean, we can always do one. Like we could do an episode a couple. Weeks from now is like the story so far of what you know. <laughs> yeah, they could do that. And then they can do the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you still don't know how things They're are to come. laugh. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll do it in French. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so he's got the night terrors and he's obsessed with this girl in the box. His mom is a very well-off woman. So she comes from money. Okay. So they were very privileged. Um, between him being a doctor and her being very much privileged. So they live in this palatial house. He lives in one of her apartment properties where he can be by himself. He also has a big freaking wall of knives and swords and stuff. So he's, That's you cool. know, he's weird too. Um, he also but doesn't, he doesn't actually, so it's not like Dexter, right? Where he actually like, like kills Dexter, people. But he's concerned that he, maybe he is more like his father than he thinks. Gotcha. Um, so he's got that kind of neuroses going on Mental in his mentality, life. Yeah. He still sees his childhood psychologist. 
Oh. Because he can't break away into seeing a, an adult psychologist. So I think a lot of his stuff is definitely trauma-based in childhood and whatnot. And I'm, um, I'm assuming since you love it so much, they actually handle it pretty darn well, they too. They do. They do handle it really well. That's that's really cool to yes. see a show do that, too. Yes. That, like, I feel like more shows are being more cautious yes. with that sort of thing. Yeah. Sometimes overly cautious where they're just like, ah, this isn't a thing that happens. And you're like, yeah. Do that. Yeah, no, it's a thing that happens. Yeah. So um, that's that's cool that they bring that in. Exactly. Um, so he's got all these issues and he's also trying to be like uh, an upstanding citizen in the world, but some of the things he's doing is a little off color and a little weird. Mm-hmm. And it freaks out like TJ. It freaks TJ out, it freaks the girl out in the in the team, and I cannot remember her name because that's totally screwing with my brain where she is. <laughs> Um, cause his, most of the relationship is between him and Gil, um, who's the, Lou Diamond Phillips. The um, mentor. Yeah, the mentor. Um, and then JT, who is kind of like the antagonist, um, as well as, oh, Danny. Um, so Danny is the female in this group of four. Um, and she's kind of trying to understand him, but also freaked out by him as well. Mm-hmm. She is... A little uh, guarded. She's, she's kind of the the guarded neutral party. So we have like the neutral good, which is Gil. And we have like the chaotic neutral, which is JT, who constantly tries to kind of goad him to see what his response will be. Mm. Just to see if he really is the crazy person that his dad has maybe raised him to be. So um, even though he's changed his name, like his yes. family's legacy still follows him. Oh yes. Okay. Yes. And he got um he got kicked out of the FBI. He was uh originally a profiler in the FBI and oh. he got kicked out for whatever reason that was. And that's another and thing yes. that needs to be explained. Yes. And I'm gonna try to avoid any spoiler stuff for people who haven't watched that so that you're surprised like I have been. Um and as he is trying to navigate having this conversation with his dad every now and then um dealing with his past memories and just trying to be a normal person which is kind of hard to do once you've had all those traumas um there is the um new storyline of a serial killer who was his father's accomplice oh yes and um and all of the intricacies about how he deals with his mother, how he deals with his sister, and how they all deal with each other. So, very, very... And I'm sure the crime stories are entertaining, oh, too. Oh, yes. Especially the second one. I think second one was Family Annihilator. And that was the one that I caught. And as soon as I'd watched it... I'm seeing, oh, I'm seeing the wrong ones, because they did it in opposite order for the... Yes. Um, episode two is Annihilator. Um, oh, wow. And that was the one you said that you were like, I am hooked. Uh-huh. Hook, I was flag, like, and I sinker. have got to watch this. Um, and then when there wasn't one for a week, I was so sad. And oh, my God. Was, isn't that the worst? Yeah. Anime does that, too. Yes. Where you're just like, yeah, the last episode left off on a sweet yeah. fight. And then you look and you're like, oh. I have to wait another week? When you left it at a really great cliffhanger? Damn, you're killing me. You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> well, and then they played a rerun, and I was like, I knew that it was coming back in January, so I knew it wasn't a current one, and Dad was like, well, aren't you going to watch your show? <laughs> like, and I was like, for remembering, Dad, but no. Is it on? He's like, oh, yeah, it's on. I'm like, no, it's a it's a rerun. Oh, well, I was just letting you know you had your show on. I was like, thank you. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you, Dad. It comes back on the 20th, so don't worry about it. <laughs> 
So it's it's one of those complicated shows that I love so much because my brain is complicated and it needs to be entertained in 15 different ways. Right. Um, and there's just enough humor in it when it gets really, really dark and kind of disturbing mm-hmm. that it lightens it up just a little bit. Is the humor pretty on point? Humor's pretty on point, um, which is great because I, I love humor, especially when it's dark humor. Oh my God, dark humor is some of the best yeah. stuff out and there. It's, it's chock full of dark humor because, I mean, they're a homicide division. And you may hear a little pet pet of the cat cat. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's now exploring the microphones. Um, that is, I think it's going to be a really good show. And I'm so glad that it didn't have like the fox curse so far. Knock wood. Um, <laughs> yeah, we that are it on does not table. get canceled. So it is on Fox. It's on Fox. Ooh, I will, um, I will pray for, yes. I will pray to the, the FCC gods. Cause Fox is either a long running thing or it doesn't exist very long. No. Yeah. Oh, Firefly, you will forever oh. plague us. You will forever plague You're us. So sad. You are so sad. <laughs> I don't think he's going to bring it back. No. Honestly, with Netflix and everything being a thing now and the fact no. that he hasn't yet. Cause everyone keeps saying like, Oh, Firefly will be on Netflix. And I'm like, right. if it hasn't happened by now, it's not going to. It'd be really hard to, I mean, unless he's trying to get absolutely everybody together that you can. Well, I mean, and shit, he just did Star Wars. He just did Star Wars. So why does he really need to go back? I mean, I think he would like should... to, but I don't think it's. You should always go back to your roots. I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> well, and I mean, like, honestly, sometimes it, I, I can understand him being like, it's kind of like beating a dead horse by it is. now. Especially, and I totally get that. And then what if it doesn't get picked up again? Or Yeah, like it'd be one of those things like, burn me once, yeah. can't do it again. Yes. Yeah. Because yes. we can't just keep making just movies about it because then it's going to get confusing when people are like, but what happened here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The continuity. Yeah. So it's like, oh, what could have been? Yeah, exactly. Damn it. But that's, <laughs> that sounds awesome. And mm-hmm. it's... It's kind of nice. I do appreciate shows that are complicated, but when they get too complicated, like, oh, what was... um, Game of Thrones. (laughs) That's an excellent example. Um, The books themselves. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, and um, granted, I didn't stick with this one past the second season of Fringe. Oh, yeah. Fringe got weird. Fringe got weird. But that was interdimensional stuff. And that was... I, I came into that one late as well. Uh-huh. Because I'm like, it looks great, but I wasn't that interested. And then once I got into it, when it was coming towards the end of its run, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, but it was so complicated. Yeah, it just, it got yeah. too much. Because, yeah. like, I I remember, like, in high school, like, I was in a media class for the community college. Yes. And we actually got to watch the season premiere, like, a week before it came out. Ooh. We were, like, one of the beta testers. Ooh. Yeah, and I was like, this show's cool. And so I watched it for like the first season and a half, two yeah. seasons. And I was like, this is cool. And then like later on, I saw like a later episode. And I was like, oh my God, what happened? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that one just got, because there was like the, the inner like relationships and the drama of the people in their past and then the interdimensional crap. And I was like, what? Was there other, per- wasn't there other versions of themselves in the uh, Yeah, the I think there was. Some of them were trying to kill the curl current ones and then there were the evil guys in the suits and the yeah. and you're just like okay too much real back it just makes it real go back. yeah exactly <laughs> Ooh, do you know it was a good i just remember a good crime show back in the day did What's you that? ever watch numbers i did not i which one was that who that was show. in numbers oh god um <sighs> i'm thinking i think i'm thinking a person of interest i'll i'll look it up real quick but um so 
This is probably the Remember worst. I had the Bernard the Elf dude. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> who I was going to say it was. Um, but honestly, like, I had the biggest crush on him as a kid. Because mm-hmm. he was one of those very few guys that pulled off, like, curly, dark hair. And yes. I love that look. Yes. But, yeah, so he, Charlie, I think, yeah, so Charlie was his character's name in yes. the show. He was a mathematician. Yes. And his brother worked for the FBI. Mm-hmm. And he would help him, help, so Charlie would help his brother solve crimes using math. Mm-hmm. And which one was the brother? Because uh, I see his face, but I can't. Charlie, uh, Rob Morrow. Okay. Oh, and David, go, oh, Krumholtz, I think is how you say that. Yeah, David Krumholtz. Yeah, so that okay, he Rob was. Morrow, yeah, yeah, was. Uh, He's one Dawn. of those guys that can kind of just kind of blend into anything. Yeah, and oh, and Jude Hirsch, I think that's how you say his name. Judd Hirsch. Judd Hirsch. Yes. He's a great actor. He's an awesome actor. He, he no was the. What he's in. Yeah, he was the dad. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now it's coming back to me. I caught a couple episodes and I thought it was really interesting, but I'm like, I have got to start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. It was one yeah. of those ones that had an overarching thing, but man, that show was good back in the day. Yeah. Like I loved that one. And the one that I, the one that I was thinking was the one with like, um, Jim Caviezel mm. and then Michael Emerson, who oh. is Finch with the creepy little glasses, who is currently on Evil. Because he's one, oh, of, the, he's one of the 66 Demon Legion. You were telling me about that yes. one. That's another one of your weekly watches. Well, I kind of fell out of it. Oh, did you? After the third one, uh, third episode, it was just a little bit like, are they just going to debunk it all the time then? Because it was like, well, they're going to go for possessions and they're going to go for hauntings and angels and demons and stuff. And so there's always the demon in the background. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they're almost always finding a real world reason for what's happening. So you're, it doesn't quite know what it is yet. Yeah. So I was like, uh. I thought it was going to fill like my X Files y kind of brain, which I've never watched X Files, but I need that kind of like woo woo weirdness <laughs> um, just to just to satisfy my weirdness quotient. Uh, X Files was ruined for me real fast yeah, as a kid. Yeah. Because. Um, you said you never watched it. I never watched it much I've either. I've seen a couple episodes. Have you seen the bug enough. episode? No. Uh, I, I don't know if that's like a famous episode or not, mm-hmm. but I remember like I was in like, I think um, uh, it wasn't Vegas, but um, Mesquite. Uh-huh. I think we were in Mesquite and my mom's like best friend was there and her kids who were older than me were there and they're like, oh, X-Files is on. And I was like, cool, I'll watch this. And I was yeah. like six and there was like an episode, like, so take like the first Men in Black movie with yes. all the cockroaches <gasps> and like exacerbate that. No. And like they were like devoured by bugs or like bugs were inside them. And like, I was just like, I'm scarred for life now. <laughs> so oh, I never no. watched X-Files because I was like, no, thank you. Like the supernatural episode with the bugs. I don't know if you've seen that yet. Um, but be warned, forewarning, trigger warning. Trigger, oh. There's an episode of Bugs. Oh, good. If you haven't gotten it. I, that doesn't ring much bells. Honestly, the one episode that has really triggered me from that show, as much as I love it, was ironically, I think it's, what, the second episode, the Wendigo? Yes. Wendigo scared the living shit out of me. Yes, and the third one is Bloody Mary, and I still can't watch it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that one was, was that, was that the mirror one? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that yes. one was pretty good, too. I, you know, that's just on the verge of creepy, where you, you know, everyone, does that game kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't want to test that theory. And it's just creepy enough in my brain. And my, my imagination can run wild. And I'm like, it's going to happen to me. Yeah, that one. That one was a... Uh, yeah. Yeah, that one was much. Yeah. But yeah, the Wendigo, that thing is... Oh, that thing yeah. is always scared the living 
shit out mm-hmm. of me. There's actually a video game about a... Oh, well, that's kind of a spoiler. Anyway, if, any, <laughs> if anyone wants uh, to not have spoilers for the game until dawn, I guess skip ahead. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, oh man, that game's scary as shit. Is it? Uh, I've never played it, but I watched... That's how I handle scary games is I watch Let's Players play it because yes. watching them scream is entertaining. Yes. And then it's not you in front of the and screen. And then uh, it's not you in front of the screen. in the seat. I've actually gotten quite a bit braver about the horror game stuff because yeah. um, have you ever heard of a game called Five Nights at Freddy's? Yes. It's notorious. Yes. It's basically if Chuck E. Cheese is your worst nightmare, then don't play and or watch it. Yeah, no. Because it's you as a security guard in like a Chuck E. Cheese-esque restaurant just making sure the animatronics don't kill you. Oh, no. Thank you. And the first time I watched it, um, anyone out there who knows Markiplier, famous YouTuber on, um, well, let's play her on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I watched his play of it because he's like one of the most famous ones who did it. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I watched it, I cried because the noise they make is so horrifying. Oh, no. And then after that, I got over it. Well, isn't there also like a Slenderman? Oh, the Slenderman game? video game? Yeah. yeah, that one's pretty intense yeah. too. That one. I think I've seen Conan O'Brien watch people play that one. <laughs> Probably. Or something like that. He's done stuff like that. Yeah, like that one. Zombie games and stuff. Yeah, that yeah. one you're going through a forest yeah. and you have to find pieces of paper that explain what Slender Man is and that's mm-hmm. the way to defeat him. And there's also a house that you have to go through yeah. and the more papers you collect, the faster he chases you. Yeah. Yeah, it's a freaky ass game. Have you seen the Slender Man episode of Supernatural? Yes, yes, yes. I have. That one was really good. <laughs> I actually really appreciated what they that did with it. That was a good one, yeah. I liked that one. I also really appreciate that they were 100% like, this was invented on the internet. It is not real. It's not real. I actually, I actually knew a girl that was convinced that Slender Man was like, a thing. Excuse me. Yeah, like a, um, an urban legend from somewhere. She's like, yeah, I heard it was from like Montana. And I was like, no, honey, it's from the internet. And she was like, what? And I was like, no, it's from the internet. Literally from the internet. I was like, it is a thing that was made up to make a video game. And she was like, yeah. <laughs> and therefore created its own monster. Which Supernatural went after. I know. I, I thought that was amazingly yes. clever. I was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. Yes. So. Okay. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Not that I can think of. We, we went down quite a few tangents. I think we did. We were on opposite sides of the spectrum. It was fun. It is. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I yeah. wouldn't think about that. Right? <laughs> so we're weird. Yes. Hopefully all of you lovely people out there listening are weird as well. Hopefully you have found kindred spirits. Yes. We like that idea. Yeah. Because we, we just want to entertain as we have been entertained. Reaching out into the void for it, the other weirdos. Yeah, exactly. Come to us, weirdos. We are your people. And we will accept <laughs> thee just the way you are. We'll be your hub. We'll be your hub. Yes. <laughs> so, well, we will be back next Thursday talking about something. Oh, yeah. Something that makes us happy. You bet. Sad, scared, and yes. or anything in between. Yes. Um, if you guys are enjoying us, come find us on Twitter and Instagram at Woo. suspending reality yes. underscore whatever the hell it is. We need to remember what our actual address is. Yes. Yes. Cause it gets com- complicated when there's actual like underscores and things. Yeah. So what's the Twitter one? Cause you created the Twitter. I did create the Twitter. I think it's like suspending underscore or suspend underscore reality. Oh yes. Cause there was some other people. Who well, stole I think, it. well, and I think that was too many characters it, suspending. Oh was, yes. So. It was too many characters. Yes. But yeah, come come find us, and we would be happy to hear anything. Tell us what your weekly watches are. If you guys are in anime, if you guys are into, I don't know, shows, mm-hmm. what other is a weekly thing? Podcasts? Uh, podcasts, yeah. Yeah, let, let us know. Come come find us on Twitter and Instagram. We'd love to hear from anyone who 
wants to share. Yeah, the Instagram is suspending reality podcast. All one word. Okay. Yes. Cool. <laughs> there we go. We got the names. Ta-da! Come find us. You have no excuse Woo! now. Yes. All right. We love you peeps and love we will you. talk to you next week. Yes.